Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. As you know, we've been doing an ongoing series with my guest this segment, Scott Friedson. He's a longtime regular on the program. I really love his work. He's is one of the leading authorities I have found when it comes to all things insurance adjuster issues and problems. People out there who have terrible things happen to their home, they buy insurance to protect their home, and they're utterly disappointed with the hassle and the results and uh, when they deal with their insurance company. And so I really am a strong believer and uh, have seen too many horror stories when it's come to people who have tried to deal with insurance companies without someone like Scott in their corner. So love to spend my time with Scott I am Kevin Price. You are listening to The Price of Business. And uh, at the end of this segment, he'll wrap it up with more information about how you can learn more about him. Always glad to have Scott Friesen on the show. He's such an incredible resource of information and really one of the more, uh, one of the most, in fact, that I've uh, dealt with. And I've talked to several over the years, hosting talk radio, business radio, for uh, two, over two decades now when it comes to talking about all things insurance, uh, particularly Property insurance is a tough industry, and it's something that's changed so much in recent uh, years. And so you need someone like him with years of expertise in this corner. Uh, hi, let's talk a little bit about the beginning is really important in the process, isn't it, Scott? Uh, you better start right when you begin to file your claim in order to stay ahead of the insurance company because, really, you think you both have the same uh, agenda, uh, but the reality is, is that not so much. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. It's good to be here. Uh, good to be back. And and unfortunately, you know, the, the they're not always looking out for your interests. Um, they're not always on your side. Um, and uh, you know, the, the, there's so many variables. Um, the first thing, I guess, would be to be reasonable and understanding what your duties are. Um, if so, for example, every policy uh, pretty much has the same language in that a policyholder has uh, a duty to mitigate and prevent further damage to the property. Um, and believe it or not, over the years, we've had several people that think that, well, that's not my problem. It's the insurance company's problem. They have to bring people in to clean it up. And actually, that's not true. Um, most most of the time, that burden falls on the policyholder. And the idea is you don't want to give your insurance company any ammo to come back and make your life a living hell because, uh, like I said, we, we've talked in other sessions about weapons of mass distraction. Um, you know, an insurance company, I, we've had claims where we've had people with major catastrophic fire or pipe burst or whatever, and they need to get mitigation work done right away. And, and herein lies the rub. Okay, well, will the insurance company approve this price and so um, or this vendor? And a lot of times, just think, just right from the very beginning, an insurance company will say, well, you can use one of our, our approved vendors, or they'll say something like, well, just do whatever you need to do. Well, that, that's not really assisting the policyholder, and I would always be cautious of using a preferred vendor of the insurance company. Um, you, you know, in most states, you have the right to choose any, any contractor you want, and the key is as long as it's reasonable. So if you want to stay ahead, the very first step is understanding your policy, understand what kind of coverages you have, make sure that when you bring in a vendor that they will defend their work. Uh, we get calls all the time from um, policyholders who are having a problem with the water mitigation company because uh, their bill is too high or the insurance company is disputing something. Well, 
what does a policyholder know about defending a water mitigation bill from a fire claim? They, they don't. So you want to make sure you put that onus as a policyholder on that vendor themselves. And then, you know, ask questions. Uh, do not be shy and, and do not assume the worst thing you can do is, is when you go, well, you know what I mean? Like, well, I don't, I don't use this equipment for business anymore, but I used to. You know what I mean? And I actually had a policyholder do that, and the insurance company then interpreted that recorded statement into, well, this is now business property, and your business property only contains $1,000 in coverage. And this guy had, you know, several tens of thousands of dollars in musical instruments, and he had to spend, you know, a good, you know, several hours writing and explaining and digging up tax records to, to, to defend himself to the insurance company that what he said, what they interpreted was taken out of context. And even though it's, it's, it's as simple as, like, I was there, three other people were there, we all heard the same thing, now the guy's up on the rope and he's having to defend himself like he's a, some sort of criminal for making a statement that the insurance company misunderstood or misinterpreted, of course, to their benefit. So it's important that everything is written down. I recommend recording, especially if it's on your property. There's nothing to prohibit a, a an owner of a property to be recording something on their own property. Um, you know, it's 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 your claim, it's your business, and uh, it's it's just it's really important to understand. Ask questions. If you don't understand something, put it in writing to the insurance company. And ask them to explain to you why this is unreasonable, or why this is unnecessary, or when can you expect the payment, or when are they going to come out to inspect the property, or when are they going to reinspect the property, or whatever the case may be. Don't be afraid to ask questions, but definitely be sure to put it in writing. Right, absolutely. Uh, it really would have, it sounds a lot, the, the really big thing, and there's a lot of big things, is A, knowing which questions to ask, which is often a limitation for someone who doesn't do this for a living, again, a case for hiring a professional, and B, uh, making sure you've got everything documented, which that isn't natural for uh, individuals to do in most cases. I don't think. I, I'd have our time remembering some of that. But that is natural for both the insurance and a public adjuster. Talk a little bit about that as we begin to wrap it up and then give your, uh, give your website again. Yeah, no, it, it, thanks. It's not just the, the, the documentation of the um, steps involved, but it's also very important to stay ahead of the insurer is that if they're going to bring out an, an engineer, okay, for it, it, it's ironic because people think, well, you think they bring an engineer for a fire claim, and most of the time they don't. Usually it's for a hail or wind claim. But here's what I can tell you. If, if they're bringing out an engineer, you're going to want an engineer, okay? And you're going to probably want to do it. If you want to get your claim resolved as quickly as possible, um, you typically don't want to wait for the insurance company's engineer to uh, render their opinion. My advice is if they're bringing an engineer, you need an engineer who's qualified for your type of claim to be there at the same time or right around the same time that the carrier's engineer is is present. Because, um, you know, I've said this in other shows, and that is that an insurance company is required to give equal consideration to anything the policyholder presents that supports their position equal to their own interests. So if you have two engineer reports and they have two opposing views, <clears throat> technically they're supposed to they're supposed to uh, take in consideration the one that supports the policyholder's position. It doesn't always happen that way, but that's what's supposed to happen. 
for other questions and concerns about insurance claims, our uh, website is insuranceclaimrecoverysupport.com. Again, we are public adjusters uh, for large loss insurance claims. We do a lot of apartments and commercial buildings, HOAs, and high-value real estate. That website, again, is insuranceclaimrecoverysupport.com. Awesome. I am Kevin Price, and this is The Price of Business.